Welcome to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Stay tuned for this week's message. Thank you, Lord. So, Father, right now, I thank you for your presence, for your presence here tonight. I thank you for an open heaven and open hearts. I thank you, Lord, that your word is living, active, sharper than any two-edged sword. Father, I don't know everyone here tonight by name, but you do. And Lord, I don't know what everyone's going through, but you do. And Lord, I just pray that you will take what I say and just speak it personally to each one. God, I just declare breakthrough. I declare change, transformation, and blessing, my God. Blessing tonight. Blessing over Noosa. Blessing over the church of Noosa. Blessing God over COC. Blessing God to Wave Church. Blessing here at C3. We thank you, Lord God, for your, for your blessing that makes us rich and adds no sorrow to it. So, God, I just thank you in advance for the great things you're going to do tonight. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, I tell you what, isn't it awesome for churches to get together and it's not even for a Christmas carol service? Hey? Hey? I mean, I checked I check my calendar. It's not even Christmas yet. I mean, that's, that's awesome. And I just want to echo Pastor Josh's words and just honour you tonight, Christian and Melissa, to really honour you in, 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 it's just the beginning. Just the beginning. And uh, who could feel? Man, I took, the hairs on my arms were standing up because of the presence of God in that worship. I'm Italian, so there's a fair few of them there, you know. So, you know, it was, it was like, and it's just great to look amongst you and there are familiar faces, people who, who you go way back. I mean, way back. And, um, and so I'm just so, I'm just so excited about what God's going to do tonight. Who, hey, who's with me? Yeah, who's with me? So I'm going to give the worship team a bit of a break. Great job, guys. So, so, so great to see Rachel and Jamie here with, the, with our C3 contingent. That's awesome. They, they, you would have thought that they played together every week, wouldn't you? Hey, you wouldn't know that they were just thrown together, you know, for tonight. They, they, that was fantastic. You take your seats, make yourselves comfortable. Thank you, Lord. Now, how many of you have never heard me before? Give me a wave. Yeah, yeah, well, there's quite a few of you. Just when you think you've saturated the nation, there's always new people coming. It's, so um, just give you a little bit of a, 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 a quick introduction to, to me so you can relate to me as a person, not just as a preacher. Uh, but So I'm Vicki Simpson, born and bred in Perth, Western Australia. I'm a, just like the, you, you're born and bred. WA people, the, the ushers, so um, great people, West Coast people, awesome people. And I relocated actually to Brisbane in 1992, where I was uh, launched in a full-time ministry. I have a, a, a background in HR, staff training, that kind of thing, but, but God called me to do what you see me doing today. I do this every week. I am in a different part of the body of Christ, a different part of Australia, New Zealand, the world. And yes, I do have a husband. I call him the lean, clean running machine. Um, my husband, Damien Simpson. Actually, I should have bought some images to flash up there. But uh, he's, uh, my, my husband uh, left his 
full-time position as an architect back in April to pursue running full-time. I mean, he is, uh, you know, he's not the lean, mean running machine, nothing mean in my husband's body. I tell people, I'm the preacher, he's the Christian. He is, my man is a good man. And, uh, but yeah, he's stepping out in this dream, you know, to be a competitive, you know, elite runner. And he's, if you know anything about running, uh, he's currently running three minute, 40 second Ks. Yeah, flipping fast. And uh, he came in the top 100 of the city to surf uh, this year. And so, um, yeah, so that's, that's just a give. Now I'm in Sydney at C3 Oxford Falls under pastors Phil and Chris Pringle. And, uh, and I'm, I'm just so honoured and delighted to be here. I love being at firsts. I just seem to turn up. I don't know why. God just rolls me out at first. So I'm often at the, you know, the first meeting of places, of churches, the first visiting speaker, the first one to speak in a new building. And this is the first Sunday evening service here at C3 Noosa. So I feel very honored. I love kicking off things. I love busting things open. At a conference, I often get put at the end, closing, but I actually like being at the beginning. I like to I like to, you know, bust things open. And so, look, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a woman who's been double-minded today because I'm going between two messages. I'm like, Lord, Jesus, I don't, ma, 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 which one? And I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking this one's going to win, but we'll see. This morning I preached something even entirely different to what was in my notes. So, so we'll see what happens. Look, I'm going to share with you from Matthew chapter 25. Just going to bring a, just a short and sweet message tonight because I want to, allow as much time as possible just to minister and let the Spirit of God move. And so it's just really one thought that I believe can transform your life. One thing, which I believe this is a prophetic directive of the Lord. And in my Bible, it's entitled The Parable of the Wise and Foolish Virgins. And so I'm going to read to you from, from the beginning. It says, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Let's picture this lamp for a moment. We're talking old school lamp. I don't know if you've ever seen an old lamp with the wick suspended in the oil. You know, like a, you know, like the hurricane lamps. You know what I'm talking about? This is important for the message. That's why I'm going into the detail. Now, this is the closest Vicki Simpson comes to being a teacher. I tell you, you're going to, you're going to be amazed tonight at my teaching ability. And so, uh, <laughs> people who know me know that's quite funny. And so, the lamp, they got... They're lamps, so they went out to meet the bridegroom. And now five of them were wise and five were foolish. And then those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. Note that. All those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. You see, we'll, we'll just keep it at that for, for the time being. Because often this, this parable is, is uh, discussed in terms of what they did different. Because as the story goes on, we won't read it, but as the story goes on, what happens is the bridegroom arrives, but the foolish virgins had run out of oil. And their, their, their lamp had, had burned out. The, the wise ones had were prepared. They had got oil in advance. And we often look at this story as to the differences. But I want to look tonight at the similarity. The thing that they all did, the thing they did the same was this. They all arose and trimmed their lamps. What that meant was, was that they, they, they trimmed the wick. To, tr to trim the lamp means that they put 
the scissors, whatever it was they used to trim down the wick. Now, how many of you are familiar with a candle? You know, you, you know man, I get given more candles than, than, than anything. I've got to, you've got to add yours to the collection. I just, my place looks like, you know, I love it. No, no complaints. I love candles. It's, it's beautiful. But you know what I've learned is that you, you've got to trim the wick. You've got to cut that thing down after a while. Otherwise, you just get all that black sooty stuff, right? And so this is this is what it's referring to. And I felt the Lord say to me some months back, Vicky, it's time for the church to trim the wick. It's time for my people to trim the wick. And so I am praying that the Holy Spirit brings illumination to each and every one of you personally as to how this can apply to you. And so in the Greek, the word trim, the word cosmio, is to put in proper order. That's what it means. This word, trim, means they were putting their lamps in proper order. It means to set in order. Some dictionary definitions means to prepare, to clip or cut off the unnecessary, the hindrance, the excess. And I was so encouraged, actually, as Pastor Christian just spoke earlier about those things that you need to give up, those things we need to just let go of, those things, because there's going to be opportunity to do that tonight, because I believe God wants us to trim the wick. He wants us to cut off the things that are unnecessary. He wants us to set some stuff in order. He wants us to identify the things that we don't need anymore. Maybe it was good for a time past, but you know, good before doesn't necessarily mean that, it, that it's good now. There, maybe there are some things in the that, that you spend your time on. Maybe there are some relationships that, you know, really they need, need to be trimmed. I mean, I'm not saying just totally necessarily eliminated from your life, but just maybe the time that you assign to those things. I mean, I don't know what it is for you personally, but I believe there are things maybe emotionally that you need to trim. There could be an unforgiveness and it needs to be trimmed. There might be an area of offense tonight. You know what? I pray God opens your eyes to see what it is in your life needs to be trimmed because it's a time to trim the wick. Everyone say trim the wick. And as you trim it, what's happening is, is that you are setting things in order. You have the power to set things in order. Pastors have the power to set things in order in the life of the church. And, you know, as I was praying yesterday when I arrived, I'm a funny person. I mean, I'm very sensitive to atmospheres. And I can walk into a hotel room and pretty well feel what had been going on. That's just wherever I go. Wherever I go, first thing I do in a hotel room is I've got to clean it out spiritually. I've got to do a bit of Hanamashanda. A bit of, you know, blood of Jesus, a bit of kicking demons out the door, out the window. Some of you think I'm super spiritual, you think I'm a bit strange, but just being the way I am wired, I'm just very sensitive to that stuff. And look, I walked into, you know, the, 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 the lovely apartment that I'm staying at, you know, it's just some unclean stuff hanging around. So I did a Bahana Mashanda, a bit of binding, a bit of out you go. And I was so surprised, to be honest, how quickly they left. Because some places I go to, it can take some time. I've got to put the worship music on, and I've got a bit of worship, and then I've got to go and come back, do it again. But, but what really stunned me really was that uh, I did have a bit of prayer, and they're gone. And I felt the Lord say, the strongholds over Noosa aren't as strong as you think. Oh. The strong, 
Some of you might think, what are you talking about? Don't, doesn't matter if it doesn't, but for those of you who, you know what I'm talking about, the strongholds over Noosa aren't as strong as you think. And so, you know, as a man thinks in his heart, so it is. And according to your faith, be it done unto you. And if you think it's hard, it probably will be. And so my encouragement to, to you pastors, to, to the churches here in Noosa, is that you know, don't, don't think that it's hard. Don't think that, the, don't give any more credit or assign any you know, power to, to the enemy, really, than that's rightfully, because you are stronger. I mean, greater is he that is within you than he that is within the world. And so it's time to trim the wick. I've got this passage from Matthew chapter 5 to read to you, read over you prophetically. It says, verse 14, you are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor does anyone light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on the lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light shine. Let your light shine before men in such a way that they may see your good works and glorify the Father who is in heaven. Let your light shine before men in such a way. This trimming the wick business is about your light shining. Now, it's not an end of itself. It's not just, you know, we're not just talking about, you know, cutting wicks for wicks sake. No, no, no. It's about letting your light shine in such a way that the church here in Noosa would shine, that, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. Don't be content with a dim light. You know, I really pray that God is starting to just illuminate for you personally what some things might be. You know, I, I, I had to, uh, this year, just start to trim some of my language. My husband and I relocated from Adelaide to Sydney five years ago. Now, uh, Adelaide is probably the cheapest city to live on in the mainland of Australia. And we owned a, a three-bedroom home there in Sydney, in Adelaide, sorry. And then during the GFC, the global financial crisis, when it seemed the, the, the least appropriate time, the least ideal time financially to make this uh, move, we moved to Sydney, the most expensive <laughs> city to live on the Australian mainland. And so I had got into this habit of confessing regularly to anyone who asked me, how's, how's it going in Sydney? My, my, my comeback initially always would, would hello, it wouldn't be that, but um, <laughs> was, I'd say, how's Sydney? How's Sydney? Expensive. Expensive. Because the fact is, is that even though we sold our home in Adelaide, what we had from, from that sale was not even enough for a deposit on an apartment in the northern beaches. And so we'd been renting a one-bedroom apartment in the, in the northern beaches. And, and for me, it's, it's been hard. It's been hard having gone from a homeowner to going... I felt like we'd been going backwards. I, 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 felt, I felt tricked. I felt, I felt like, like the Lord ripped me off. I've, you know, and, 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 and I'm constantly confessing. I mean, I remember, you know, saying to Damien once, yeah, we can't afford to buy a toilet here in the, in the northern beaches. We can't... I don't think we're going to afford to, to buy a letterbox. And, and, 
And, and Damien's always saying, don't say that. Stop saying that. And you know what? My husband was right because the Lord said to me this year, trim it, Vicky. Just trim it. And maybe there's an, a, a, an area that, of confession that, you know, you continue to make over your life. There's some negativity, some, you know, there have been times that I've slipped into habits of, of, of putting my husband down. And I don't know why because my husband is an angelic visitation. My husband is a good man, a really, really is. He is a good man. But just, I don't know why I get, I don't know if it's hormones or what gets on me. I don't know. I get, but I just get a bit narky and I start to, you know, and, he, you know, and, and, and he's, he's great, Damien, because he just sort of said, said to me, you know, uh, that's not very edifying, is it? <laughs> well, I just got to trim it. Don't get offended, just trim it. You know, what, what, what is it? Is, it is, there, is there something, something that's taking up your time? Sometimes I've just got to trim some social media. I just got to trim it. I can just get absorbed in that stuff. I can just get taken away on this great ride. I shared with the congregation this morning. I have I did I did a, a psych test actually um, last year, and they determined that I have an attention span of ten minutes. <laughs> to which my husband responded, "What that much?" <laughs> he thought it was closer to five. And 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 so. <laughs> And so, you know, something like, I mean, you know, social media. Actually, I've had to recently, I'm just in the, in the process of, of weaning myself off uh, iBooks, um, my iBible. Like, it, like uh, everything, you know, I've been doing everything from my iPad, but I get distracted. And I think, oh, that reminds me of something. And I'll get on Google, and then I think, oh, what about my bank balance? And I'll check that, and then I'm like, oh, that reminds me, I was going to order that off eBay. And... Anybody else know that? Come on. Come. You know, I actually saw results of a study recently that showed that we don't actually retain as much that we read off a screen. They're actually showing, they're actually proving that what you read off a screen, you don't retain as well as what you're reading off a hard copy page. Interesting. And I, 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 th- I actually have, was feeling like, like that because i just getting distracted, you know. i just, I just got to trim it. I just got to trim it. What is it that you need to trim in your best interests? What is it you need to trim in the best interests of your family? What is it that you need to trim in the best interests of, 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 of your marriage? What is it that you need to trim in the best interests of your church? What, what is it? You know, sometimes churches go through seasons, you know, and it's really hard being a pastor. That's why I'm not one. Because sometimes they've got to make some tough calls, you know, and trim certain things. Programs that haven't been working or trim in the area of staffing, you know, reassigning people to different positions. And, you know, that's really tough. But understand, church, in those seasons, the trimming is for a purpose. It's for a good purpose, that your light would shine in such a way that men would see your good works and glorify the Father who is in heaven. So the benefits of trimming, very quickly, let me just go. I'm just going to run through this list. First, it produces a cleaner, brighter flame. Hello. I like your spirit. What's your name again? I know I met you this morning. Michelle, just stand up, Michelle. Jump up here. Actually, it was very... Yeah, who knows Michelle? Anyone know this woman? Actually, it was funny this morning because Michelle was wearing a belt. And, uh, and, and she is with child. She is with child. And uh, I tell you what, the, the baby must have just been kind of like kicking alive in there because her belt, boom, popped off while she was... Bringing the announcements, it was just yeah, it was just it's just incredible. But right now, I just want to pray for you, Michelle. Father, I thank you 
I thank you. Right, let's lift your hands to heaven, sweetheart. Father, I thank you for Michelle. There's a fresh, my God, there's fresh oil coming. It's an exchange right now. You know, and you know the call of God kicking on the inside of you. You know, you know the reality of the Spirit of God, the presence of God. You know what it is to feel rivers of living water flowing out of your innermost being. But God says you've not you've not seen anything yet. That, those rivers that you feel are but a stream compared to that which is to come. That which you have seen, that which you have operated under, that which you have spoken out of. God says it's but a trickle of the of the mighty rushing river that's going to flow through you. For God says that these are but the day of small beginnings compared to the portion, the, um, the, the measure that God has got planned for you. And the, God says, daughter, know that at this season, and as you would enter into the new season of birth, know that things will be birthed within your spirit. Know that this is a significant season, even in the life of your ministry. And Father, right now, I thank you God, for an increase of the prophetic measure on her. I thank you, God, for increased, Father, uh, clarity, clarity. You're going to become increasingly focused. I'm seeing you like, you know, something is concentrated, like... Um, like the laser, like the laser light is concentrated to bring it, like, like the sun shines, you know, through a mirror and it's focused and, and, and the fire, it starts a fire and I see you starting fires. I see it, it's through focus. Uh, you've, you've had to do a wide range of things, but I'm just seeing you increasingly, increasingly focused into one particular area. So Father, right now, I just thank you, God. I thank you for freedom. I break stress in Jesus' name. I come against anxiety in Jesus' name, and I thank you, Father God, Lord, area of her family, Father, that care we cast onto you, Father, because you care for her, and I thank you, Lord, I thank you, Father, Father God, thank you for this woman, God, anoint her afresh, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh oil in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen, amen, bless you, sweetie. So trimming your lamp produces a cleaner, brighter flame. Secondly, it produces less soot. Who knows that a sooty lamp makes everything else sooty? You know, and you're puffing negativity and you're puffing this and puffing that. And maybe someone, you know, smoking's the thing you've got to trim. Well, I'm not saying that non-smokers go to heaven and smokers don't. But I'm just saying it's not good for you. It's not good for your health. For some of you, it's some natural stuff you need to trim. What you're eating. Hey, what, what you, you, you just, you know, some, some bad habits that aren't benefiting you physically. Hey, if you want to run the course and if you want to you know, let your light shine, you've got to be alive. <laughs> Hello. But who knows what it is to be around someone and you're like, what is it with that person? Just maybe they're, they're blowing some soot. Makes you know, someone's been hanging around someone who's blowing soot. What's wrong with that person? They used to be so positive. They used to have a heart for the heart of God, for the house of God. They were so positive about their pastor. And then suddenly they become all negative and they're bitching and backbiting. And what's going on with them? They might have been hanging around with someone who was sooty. Trim the wick. Trim the wick. Trimming the wick, number three, reduces danger. Reduces danger. I tell you how. Because, you see, the longer the wick gets, then the higher the flame goes. And you know it can end up, you know, it can, you can, it can burn you. the curtains, it can, you know, it can, you know, just burn something that shouldn't be burning. You know, you've got to keep it trimmed. Reduces danger. 
And number four, I love this. I love this. Trimming the wick, trimming the wick creates fuel efficiency. A wick not properly trimmed loses its power. It doesn't function effectively or efficiently. A clogged wick fails to draw on the oil in the right way. Whoa, mate, that's reason enough, don't you reckon? Actually, Pastors Joshua and Christian, right now, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a second wind for you guys. Just stand up. Who, who knows these guys? Yeah? Give me a wave. Yeah? Wow, that's a good representation. Eh? Just stand here, guys. Because this is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a second wind coming. Second wind. You know, like the marathon runner? The marathon runner runs. Or maybe we can get the worship team uh, jumping up right now. But, uh, you know, I, I know about marathon running, not because I've done any. <laughs> Anyone done a marathon? Anyone done a marathon? I tell you what, marathon runner runs and runs and runs. And you guys, I see you, hey, running your course. I see you in your lane. You've never intended to get in anyone else's lane. You've never, you've never been in anyone else's lane. You've just, you've just done what you've been called to do. But I see, it's like there was a point and you hit the wall. And, and you know, the best of runners hit the wall. Every runner hits the wall. Every marathon runner knows what it is. So what a marathon runner, what happens? See, when they hit the wall, it's like every cell in their being is crying out in pain. It's like when they hit the wall, they don't know if they're going to, they can continue. They don't know whether they, they, they can keep going. I mean, they're, they're exhausted. I mean, they've given all. They're totally and utterly spent. But then the marathon runner knows this, that if they just keep putting one foot in front of the other, they just keep going, no matter how they feel, no matter what they're thinking, no matter what their body's saying, they just keep putting one foot in front of the other. They know that a phenomenon happens, and the phenomenon is the second wind. The phenomenon is the second wind, and, and, and it's a bio—I mean, it's a biochemical phenomenon physically. But I'm just seeing spiritually that there is a second wind coming for you because I see, I see the spirit of God, spirit of God, honoring you and rewarding you. Because you've continued, even when it didn't feel like you could, even when it was tough, even when it was painful, you continued to run one foot after the other. So, Father, I thank you right now for that second wind. I thank you, Holy Ghost, right now. Oh, God, for your refreshing. I thank you, Lord, for fresh vision, clarity, clarity. I break confusion in Jesus' name. Many voices have been speaking, and I bind and I break every voice right now, God, that is not of you. And I see three streams, three streams of wisdom coming into your lives. I just see three, as it were, voices, sources of wisdom. And it's like those, those, those three, and that's all you need. It's like those three, and that's all you need. It's, it's just been a multitude. I know the word says in Proverbs that there is wisdom in a multitude of counsel, but, but, but that's people who've actually, you know, got a gift of counsel. That, that, that's not every Joe Blow, every one who thinks they know better, every... And there's just been a lot of voices, a lot of voices. Be careful who you listen to, says the Lord. Be careful who you listen to. Father, I thank you, Lord God. And you know, Josh, I had a picture of you earlier, and it was like, uh, you know, it was like you had a king hit. It was like you had the stuffing knocked out of you, you know. But I heard the Lord say that whatever was knocked out of you is getting put back in you and more. 
is being put back in you and more. So, Father, I thank you, Lord. Oh, God, you've got, you've, you've got, you've got a fit. There, 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 there is a particular, a particular function for you, your church, in the scheme of things. There is a specific DNA. There is a specific calling on, on, on your church to do a specific thing, and it's going to get fine-tuned. It's going to get recalibrated. It's going to get clarified. So, God, right now, let's pray for this couple right now. Why don't you extend your faith? Hey, those of you who these are your pastors, yes, stand, oh, yes, stand, stand, and I want you to declare your support, your blessing. That's it right now in Jesus' name. I break, Father, every lie of the enemy, and I thank you, Lord, for your anointing right now, Lord, that destroys every yoke. And God, where they felt harnessed and where they felt restricted, I thank you, Lord God, for freedom coming by your Spirit, not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of the Lord. So Holy Ghost, I thank you right now, God. Bless them tonight. Empower them tonight. Bring that second wind, the second joy, joy, joy. Spring up, oh well, within their souls. The joy of the Lord is their strength. In Jesus, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Yes, thank you, God. I thank you, God. My God. You know, he's remodeling your church. I see your church being remodeled. I'm just seeing it being reframed. I'm seeing it being reshaped. And God's got the right people for the right roles. God's got the right the right ones there at the right time. I, I just I just see you casting off restraint. I see you casting off every hindrance. I see you casting off off, off every every doubt, casting off every bit of uh condemnation, not that's come from within you, that's but it's come from outside of you. One's condemning, condemning, that condemnation of others, that power of words is being broken. And I see you being lifted up, lifted up, lifted up in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. See, trimming lets the oil flow. You can sit down again if you like. I'll get you up again soon. Trimming lets the oil flow. Maximum light, minimum fuel. Isn't that great? Maximum light, minimum fuel. Hey, without wasting what you've got, without wasting the oil. Some of you are burning up too much oil. You're getting tired and cranky. Burn out. Fuel efficiency prolongs the life of a candle. It's in your best interest. I know it seems to hurt to trim. Gee, it's really hard. I mean, there have been times in my life I've had to trim stuff. I haven't wanted to trim. I haven't wanted to let it go. I haven't wanted to let that relationship go. I haven't wanted to, you know, trim my spending. Trim my credit card usage. I haven't wanted to trim, but... But tonight, it's just, there's going to be a lot of things. This couple here, what are your names? Yeah. Who? William and Nikki? Just, just stand up quickly, guys. 
It's just going to be one thing. It doesn't have to be a lot of things. Just one thing I believe God is going to put on your hearts as a couple that you're going to identify. And in trimming that one thing is going to make all the difference in the world. Hey, it's just going to be, there's been some frustration. You feel like you've been beating your head up against a wall. But I'm seeing God is going to make a way where there is no way. He's going to make a way. God's going to, he's putting favor on you. Favor. Was it William? Is that right? Yeah. He's going to put favor on you. Favor. Open doors that you could not open. Opportunity that is supernatural. But I see it subject to the trimming. And I just see God wanting you guys to have some quality time together. He's wanting you to have even better time together. He just, just something in solidifying your marriage for the next season. You know, you've got a good thing going, but there's a better thing coming. Better thing coming. So, Father, right now, we just thank you, Lord. Thank you for this couple. And I thank you, Lord. Just show them, illuminate, open their eyes to see God. What's the one thing? The one thing. One thing can make a big, big difference. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Trimming of the wick. It doesn't happen automatically. It doesn't happen automatically. I wish it did. God doesn't just come down with the big clippers of heaven and trim what only we can trim. Hello, Lynn Arnell. How are you, darling? <laughs> Another one we go way back. <laughs> Trimming your thoughts, your priorities, your language. Trimming negativity, relationships, behaviors. What you spend your time to. Spend your time on, you're spending, you're eating, whatever, 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 whatever. The whatevers, it's time to trim. Time to trim. Thank you. I want each one of you right now, just to close your eyes. Would you just for a moment, we can, we can get rid of this. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, maybe you're here tonight and, you know, I'm talking about, about trimming, trimming stuff that your light might shine. You know, I'm, I'm speaking, I'm speaking to your purpose, to your destiny. I'm speaking tonight that you would be the best possible you you can be. But, you know, maybe you're here tonight and, you know, you're not even in the God zone. You, you, you haven't even made a connection with Jesus before. You've, you've never actually opened up your heart to receive Jesus as your Lord and Saviour. Now, I know there are many of you here who have done that, but I know there is someone here tonight, and you haven't done that before. And tonight, I want to introduce you to a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. I want to pray a prayer for you so that you would no longer be far away from God, but hey, that you would, you would know Him. You would know Him. Well, maybe you're here tonight and you say, it's Vicky, I've done that. I know, but you know, you know in your heart, you're far from God. You're far from the Lord. You know in your heart, you're not, you're not living like it anymore. You're not on fire like you used to be. You don't have that same first love and passion like you used to. And maybe there's some stuff in your life that's got in the way. And tonight you need to make him first again. You need to make him first again. And maybe that's the thing tonight you need to trim, is to trim is to trim whatever it is so that you need to put him first. And so if that's you, I just want tonight, I'm going to ask you, just indicate by giving me a wave so I know who I need to pray for tonight. 
You, you've got to, you want to receive Jesus in your heart, whether for the first time or whether that's for another time. Just lift your hand high. Give me a wave. Thank you, buddy. God bless you. Thank you, sweetheart, down the back. Is there somebody else? Yeah, someone else in the middle. God bless you. Is there anyone else? Just quickly. You think, yeah, you know your heart is pounding. You know that God's touching your life. You know he's knocking on the door of your heart. And tonight, tonight, that's why you've come tonight. Hey, don't put off for tomorrow what you can do tonight. I'm not here tomorrow. I'm here tonight. And I want to pray for you tonight. So who else is there? Come on, give me a wave. There could be just a couple more to join these ones. Thank you, Lord. Before we continue with the service, thank you, Father, right now. I thank you, Lord, that you're moving. I thank you, Lord, that you're unlocking hearts tonight. God, that each and every one of us would be in relationship with you. And we would, there's some of you, you need to set some stuff right with God. I don't know what it is, but you're disillusioned. You know, you're just a bit disheartened. You got a bit... A, a, a bit, uh, you know, perhaps offended even by someone, and it's time to come back, time to get back on track. This is your opportunity. So, just one last time, and we're going to pray. Just say, Yes, Vicky, please include me in that prayer. Please include me. I know I've got to come back, I know I've got to get right with Him. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. This is what I want to do right now, church. Those of you who lifted up your hand, I want to pray for you. I want to meet you. I want to shake your hand, give you a hug. The rest of us, we're going to stand right now. I want the worship team to lead us in a song. And as we sing, as we sing, I just would love those of you who raised your hand, please don't be shy. Just just come out from your seat. Maybe there's someone you've brought tonight. Ask them, do you want to come out the front? Do you want Vicky to, to, to pray for you that you could know Jesus? Just step out from your seats quickly. Don't be shy. Don't be shy. Come on, let's, let's just welcome those ones. Come, come. That's it. That's it. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Don't be shy. The ones who put their hands up on this side. Come, come. Come, come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey, mate. Great to meet you. Good, good decision. Thank you, Lord. Thank, come on. We don't want this guy down here by himself. Had the courage to come out. Don't miss out on be, having been prayed for by Vicki Simpson. Oh, it'll change your life forever. Change your life forever. Thank you, Lord. Definitely. If you've come with someone, just say to them, do you want me to, do you want to come out with me? I'm just really, I'm prolonging it, not to make me look good, but I'm just really feeling it in my heart. Feeling it in my heart. They say, there's, some, there's someone here. Someone here, and this is a key, a key time for you, a key opportunity. So we're going to pray. Let's pray. Let's pray right now. I want you to repeat this prayer after me. I want you to repeat this prayer after me right now. Come, sweetheart. Come, 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 come. So let's pray, everyone, right now. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that he died for me to give me life. And right now, I receive you, Jesus, as my Lord and Saviour. I'm sorry that I've ignored you and lived life my own way, but tonight I choose your way.
I thank you that you love me and you have a great plan for my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Father, right now, I just thank you, Lord, for your great plans and purpose, Father, for my brother. I thank you, God. I just break, Father, right now. God, every lie of the enemy. I thank you, Lord, for for people who believe in him. I thank you, Lord, for good relationships. I thank you, Father, for the right track. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father, tonight for peace, for peace. I break anxiety and fear in Jesus' name, and I thank you for peace right now. Amen. 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 Come on, let's just bless these people. Now, I'm going to ask you to just to follow, go in the hands of of this good-looking young man here. Justin, so just ask you to turn around and and just, just, yeah, just, just follow him. He's got something he just wants to to give you so now who knows I've gone a little bit over I've lost my thing I don't know it's all good who knows that there's something they got to trim who knows there's something you got to trim be very remiss of me to not give you an opportunity to trim it amen So as we sing, I want to give you an opportunity. If you know there's something that's got to go, and tonight you're just making a declaration before God, God, I'm acknowledging I've got to deal with this thing. I've got to deal with this thing. I just simply want you to just just step out from where you are and just come down the front just as a declaration to God that you've got to trim it, and I'm just going to pray. Is that good? Is that good? Okay. Just step out and just come. Come. Whatever it is, before God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I was going to try and hoist myself up. Thank you, Lord. Okay, come. If you know you've got to trim, you've got to trim. Could be what you're spending your time on. Could be an attitude. Could be a thought. Could be, I don't know what it is tonight. But come on, let's just bring it into the light before God right now. I want you to see that thing. You know what it is. You know what you've come out for. And I literally want you to just visualize it. And we're going to take the scissors. We're going to take, so it's like a prophetic action, okay? Prophetic action. And you know what? It it might be more than one thing. That's okay. Not too much for God. Because remember, the people who trim are the ones who shine brighter. The ones who trim are the ones who see greater fuel efficiency. The ones who trim are the ones who see less soot and smoke. God wants the light of the church of Noosa to shine in such a way. 
to shine in such a way that they would see your good works and glorify the Father who is in heaven. So right now, close your eyes. See that thing, okay? See that thing? Now get the scissors. I literally want you to just get your fingers or whatever. Just to, watch me. This is what you're doing. This is what you're doing. Literally, literally. It's a prophetic action, right? Right? So you're seeing that thing? You're seeing that thing right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we trim it right now, God. We're making a statement. Some of you are looking at me like I've just, you know, fallen out of a tree. But just trust me. Trust me. There's power in this. So, Father, right now, in the name, that's it. We trim. God, whatever it is, whatever it is, we trim it right now by faith. We trim the fear. We trim the doubt. We trim right now, Lord, the negativity. We trim, Lord God, those things that we put our time to. Lord, relationships that are pulling us down. We trim, Lord God, the things that have been taking too much time when we should be doing other things. Father, right now, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that they've obeyed you. I thank you, Lord, for the ones who've been hearing your voice. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that as they have trimmed the lamp, as they have trimmed the lamp, they're going to shine brighter. They're going to, God, their flame is going to be cleaner. I thank you, Lord, for the fresh vitality that's going to come. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Why not you all just close your eyes right now, every single one of you out there right now when you connect with God right where you are. Mm, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, yeah. Holy Spirit, oh God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. Thank you for your presence, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for your anointing right now. Oh God, destroying yokes. Oh God, your power. Oh, your power. Oh God, right now. Oh God, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you right now. There's an anointing right now for breaking, for breaking things that are causing you anxiety, causing you pain, causing you to be concerned and worry. If that's you, lift your hands right now. Harassment. You've been getting harassed in your thoughts. Right now, right now, right now. I thank you, Lord, for your anointing right now. Oh, God, I thank you, Lord, for breakthrough. I thank you, Lord God. Every spirit of fear must bow in Jesus' name. I thank you. Every harassing spirit is bound in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Lord. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. I break the power of depression in Jesus' name. I break every anxiety in Jesus' name. I thank you, Lord God. You want your people to be in peace. You want your people to be full of joy. And I declare it right now. In 
Jesus' name. Jesus' name. There's a tall rooster right towards the back. Give me a wave. What's your name, buddy? You've got the white T-shirt and the... What's your name, mate? Jono. Jono. God's giving you clarity about your future. I'm seeing you at a T-junction. And you're looking to the left and to the right. You're going, well, which, which turn? You've been on the right path. It's not you've been on the wrong path. You've been on the right path. But it's like you're just coming to the end of the road. You're coming to the end of a season. And I see you're looking at some options. But God says, go, go with the, 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 the uh, in your spirit. Go, do not, do not make an intellectual, rational decision. I don't necessarily make even a financial decision. But make a spiritual decision that God says that there is a clear spiritual path. And some won't understand it. Not all people will understand it. But God says, don't lean to your understanding. He says, go with the direction of God's spirit within you. He says, the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Now, his word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. And it's not going to be making your way through the fire. It's going to be a clear, deliberate course of action. For I see the call of God on your life, and I see your light shining so bright. I mean, it's like a spotlight. I mean, it's like, it's so bright, it's blinding. Because And, and God says that the next step is a relocation. The next step is a relocation. And in that relocation, he says, you're going to, you're going to put the roots down, and you are going to flourish Flourish in the call of God in your life. Flourish in the purposes of God. You have been prepared and you are ready, says the Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Right now, Pastor Cynthia and Dallas, right now, I just want to encourage you because the Lord says that this springtime, the springtime is coming. He said you've experienced, as it were, the 30-fold, but there's 60 and 100-fold coming. And I'm seeing like cherry blossoms, you know, like there is in Japan in springtime. It's just such a beautiful vista. It's a beautiful thing. And he said, you will experience the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. He said, taste and see that the Lord is good. You're going to experience a goodness. Just come up here. Just come here. I want to whack a hand on you guys. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, right now. You've known what it is to experience your second wind. You're in it. You're in the second wind of, of the, the call of God. But, Father, I just thank you, Lord, that there is better ahead, that there is better. And so I pray for financial blessing, Father, for, for this couple. I thank you, Lord, for breakthroughs of provision. I thank you, Lord, right now. God, you're very prophetic, Cynthia. You're very, you're very discerning. That, that can be quite painful at times. You're not even quite sure what to do with it. But, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for, for using it. Your, your greater days are ahead of you. Your, your greatest days are still to come. I, I just thank you, Lord God. God, ones who have misunderstood her, ones at times who have tried to keep her in a box. Father God, I declare she is the head and not the tail, above and not beneath. And, Lord, she doesn't need to be in anybody's box. 
because Father God, she, God, is called and designed, Father, to be a mouthpiece, to be a voice, to be a declaration, God. And I thank you, Father God, for the leadership call on Dallas's life and that, Father, Father, I thank you for strategic ideas, God, for, for clarification, God, the blueprint, Father God, to, to build the house of God, Father. Oh, Father, thank you for your refreshing, your refreshing on this couple tonight. In Jesus' name. Who do these who do these people belong to? Who, who's from Wave Church here? Hey, they're all in the altar call. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh God, we're one spirit with you. I thank you, Lord, for the church in Noosa. God, I thank you, Lord. The word unity, Father, has been declared. And God, I thank you, Lord. As this church at C3 Noosa declares, we are better together. I prophesy that, Lord, over the churches, the churches here in Noosa. Better together. We are better together. This is a day of small beginnings. This is just the beginning. This is just this more, more that God is going to do. Actually, my brother there in the blue blue shirt in the front row, and uh, is that your lady there? What, what what's what's your names? Glenn and Michelle, Graham and Michelle. Are you in this church? You belong here. I say what? Um, now that I've got myself up here, I feel like I'm so far away. I'm going to come back come back down. There we go. Graham and Michelle, Father, I just thank you, Lord, that this couple are key players. And I see you like the rugby players in the scrum. You know, you, you, you're not ones just to stand on the sidelines. You're not one to be up in the, in, in, in the stands. You know, you want to get into it. You want to give it your all. You're prepared to take some hits and some knocks in the process. You know, neither of you. Neither of you are kind of, you know, you're not passive people. You're people who like to get into it and give it your all. And, uh, you know, and, I just, and, and, and you know, God has need of you. He has need of you in this place. Your purpose is going to be clarified. I'm seeing that you're going to get a, you know, a, a real understanding of where you actually fit, a real understanding of what it is that you contribute, of what your part is. So, Father God, I just thank you, Lord, right now. Oh, God. God, God, right now, Father God, you, I, 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 I see you as well having influence in, in the community, Graham, influence amongst business people, lots of connections, lots of contacts, having a voice out there. And I see a business ministry that you be a, a key player in. And I, I just see a, a business ministry, even as a part of this church. And you, I see you being at the table, you being uh, a part, having partnership in that thing. So, Father, I just thank you for them right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm going to pray for Pastors Christian and Melissa. I prayed for them this morning, but I'm going to pray for them again. What do you reckon? Let's all just lift our hands right now towards, towards this couple. And Father, I just thank you, Lord. Yeah, the pastors, yeah, come and I just thank you, Father, right now. Yeah, this is a key part of what you're called to do. This, this night, 
wasn't just a good idea, it was, was a God idea. And you know that. But it is. You, you, you are called as connectors across the body. You know, you are called as, as, as connectors and peacemakers and as ones who will broker peace. Peace brokers. Bringing, you, 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 I see you coming even to mediate and, and to, to, to uh, ones across the table, different ones in different situations, in different churches. There'll be times and you'll come in and you will bring wisdom and you'll bring reconciliation. And so I thank you, Lord God, for God fresh oil. I thank you, Lord God, for for focus for the next season. I thank you, God, for the strategy that's going to bring them through, bust through to the next ceiling, to the next... God's bringing leaders. He's bringing leaders to stand alongside. There's going to be an influx of leaders, not being sucked out of other churches, but actually coming coming in from other geographical locations or coming in as, as, as novices in the things of God, but with experience of the things of the world. And and, and I see these ones coming and, and, and being discipled in the things of God, but having great weight and experience and expertise in, in areas in the world that are going to be used to build the house of God. And so, Father, I just thank you for your provision. God says you will that I am your shepherd, you shall not want. I am your shepherd. You shall not want. So, Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord, tonight. Father, for Christian and Melissa, Father, I pray, Father, blessing over their family, that their family, Father, are going to be just so blessed that their parents are pastors and church planners. So rejoicing that they have the honor and privilege to be a part of this journey, called as a family, not ripped off or missing out, but, Lord, that they would they would believe that they are favored and they would believe Believe, Lord, that they are blessed to be on this journey, Father. With their, I'm seeing. I'm actually, I got just an image then of, of, of Noah in the in the in the worship team. I just see Noah like on the guitar or, or drums or something. I'm just seeing him as a part of it. I'm actually seeing Ella as well. I'm seeing her worshiping the Lord, and um, I'm, I'm and Zachy. I'm seeing him kicking some heads. I'm thinking he, he's got he's, he's he's got some leadership grunt there. I'm seeing I'm seeing him doing something, getting people delivered, getting people people set free, getting some things happening, stirring things up in the spirit. So, Father God, I thank you, Lord. Bless bless the McCuddens. Bless his family in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Lift your hands one last time. Lift your hands, everyone, one last time. Father, Father, I just thank you, Lord. You love Noosa. You love this area of the Sunshine Coast. Oh, Father, this surrounding region, this territory, Father. Oh, we declare this territory, Lord God, is a territory belonging to you. We declare the Lordship of Jesus. I pray for every single person here tonight, every single family represented. Oh, God, I declare the Lordship of Jesus. I thank you, Father, for victory, God, in every life tonight. I thank you, Father, God, whom the sun sets free is free indeed. I declare an open heaven, Father, over this area. Let your kingdom come. Let your will be done. Lord, in the Noosa district, Lord, as it is in heaven, I thank you, Father, for ones in council, ones in community leadership, and I pray for them, Father, and I pray for favor that the church would have with those in leadership, with those in community leadership, Father. So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, the church's finest hour in this area is still to come. 
Don't look back at a former time and think, oh, wouldn't it be good if? Oh, remember the good old days? Wouldn't it be great if it was like before? God says you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on. Let's give the Lord a great shout of praise. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening to the C3 Church Noosa podcast. Visit us online at c3noosa.org.